Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the another episode, the last episode of Boss Babes Healing, where we are loving on ourselves by healing and putting God first in everything that we do. Yes, ma'am. On this episode, we are talking about those who don't think like us. Just a few business tactics going into the new year. Stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you for joining us again. It's the end of the year. I'm wishing everybody joy, love, and peace. Much success and harvest and overflow and abundance going into your new year. Jumping right in as we normally do, we are going to talk on the subject of people not thinking like we do. Being okay with that, realizing that. Not getting uh, mad and realizing that's the reason why we do get mad sometimes is because we wish or want or desire people to be in the same mind frame that we are in. Sometimes we may be in a room where people think like us. And most of the time we're in rooms where they don't. We're all individuals. We're unique. We have our own mindsets, concepts, ideas, uh, mind frames, and goals. And just a few business tactics for my boss gals, my boss babes who are jumping into a new year, wanting to take business to a new level, and that absolutely starts from an emotional level, a mental level, from a spiritual level. A lot of people think that that starts with education and going to school. It does, but it runs a lot deeper. There are certain tools and certain things that you will gain along the way in learning about business that will stick a lot deeper that will stay a lot longer if you go deeper so the deeper you go the longer you um ascertain the tools that you need to staying in business and not just sustaining or staying afloat these are things that help you to delve deeper into the roots of business so that you yourself are are um creating roots in this thing called business and creating roots that are going to stay watered, roots that are going to stay um, not just afloat, but they're going to stay rooted in in good ground. So these are the tools where you're creating good ground. These are the, and your ground gets tilled. Your ground gets um, cultivated. It gets churned. It gets um, reassessed every quarter. So going into the next year, this is not root work in beginning of your business it could be for some of those who may be listening or starting a business but for those who um are not just starting and you're some years in and you're realizing that um your grounds don't look the same as when you started that's because you have to retreat until and get the proper tools to retail that ground. And part of grounding and part of really getting rooted is realizing our circles, realizing who's around, who needs to go, who needs to be out of here for this next year, who we're actually going to stay in a relationship with, um, going to God and asking him for new relationships. And so we're not always, um, you know, bringing the old relationships into the new and calling it loyalty a lot of times we're going to God at the end of the year and saying God are these relationships actually working for me am I in alignment with your plan with whom I have around me Uh, am I lying to myself and calling it loyalty or are these really the people that are going to be with me for the long run because business is a long game 
It's a marathon, not a jog. And you definitely want to have marathon people around you, people who are not in it for the for the um, for a short term, for you know, for, you know, for different reasons. That you need people around you, around you, who are in it for the same reasons you are. Otherwise, what are we really doing? So, um, diving deep into our topic today, you know, not everyone thinks like me. That comes from two different aspects, from a negative one and a positive one. Let's start with the positive and then go into the negative. Posit- in a positive way, this means that I realize everyone doesn't think like me. I know that there are going to be different concepts, different um, you know, aspects and different ways, like they say, there's five ways, two different ways to skin a cat. How any other ways they say that, um, there are more than one ways to, you know, going into something and finishing the job and your way may not be, be, may not be the way all the time. And you have to absolutely, as a boss, as a CEO or CFO, you have to have that open mind frame, where you're open to other people's ideas, where you're not feeling like you're Mrs. or Mr. It, and you realize you actually have a team who's brilliant, and that's why you hire them, and they're going to have ideas, and you're going to treat them as people and as unique people, and you're going to take on their ideas and not try to just um, get the light or have all the victory. In the end, God gets all the glory anyway, but because he gives us those ideas, you know, And so going in, we have to realize no, everyone doesn't think like us. And we have to be able to know that we're going to take on different ideas in this new year from different, um, you know, people on our team, or maybe even you're building a team and the people are not there yet. And so you're going to reach out in different ways using different avenues and different tools to getting different ideas this year because, you know, maybe some things that you did didn't work last year. Maybe you didn't have enough to work last year and you were kind of scrambling at some point. So you were trying to dig for reasons or dig for um, content or you were trying to look for ideas for your podcast or you were trying to come up with um, ways to bring in more money to your business or, you know, just different things and different avenues of that nature, bringing in money and coming up with content and coming up with different ideas and maybe different merch ideas for your business. You know, maybe you're thinking, well, I won't look outwardly and try and um, get someone who's going to support my business or I'm not trying to get someone who, you know, was going to be like a private in, in, um, investor. I'm just going to, to uh, fill my cup and, you know, grow me and actually bring in some new merchandise so that I can do it that way and bring money into the business. And I just didn't have that, those ideas uh, last year. This year, I don't want to um, go into the new year like that. I want to hit the ground running. So let me take uh, the seat. Let me slow it all the way down and realize that no, everyone doesn't think like me, but that doesn't mean I I can't look at these AI systems. You know, a lot of people generationally are used to a pen and a paper and they are not open to the mindset that maybe this AI is uh, onto something in some ways. Maybe I should hire somebody. Maybe I do need a coach. 
You know, a lot of people are in this old school frame of mind. Some people are in a religious frame of mind where they're feeling like I'm going to stay in hours of prayer and I'm, you know, going to get my answers from there. When you could stay into hours of prayer and you're sleeping half the time anyway, when you get up, God is telling you, go hire someone. God is telling you, invest in that AI. He's telling you, invest in an assistant. Invest in someone who creates content. Maybe it's not a coach. Maybe you need someone who's going to help you um, do some funding. And you're going to do some group funding where you're going to, you know, reach out to a bunch of different firms and a bunch of different companies and a bunch of different, um, you know, different, just different places and settings where you're going to be looking for people to invest into you on different levels. And that's, that's not always going to look the same for you. That's not always going to be your same ideals and the old ways of doing things. And so this episode is really, really, really getting to the root of changing your frame of mind and building on the new you, being new and showing up new and pouring in with new things so that you get a newer outcome because the same old things are not going to work in that next year, in that new season. We're going into a season where we've ascended. We're on a different level spiritually. And so if you've grown on a different level spiritually and you've put in the work in that area, you're going to realize that your way of thinking isn't the same. The, the things that you accept are not the same. The things that you reject are not the same. Your same the same ideals that you had before are completely on a new level where you have to assess before the new year and realize and recalibrate if you will, and do some new math because the old math is not mathing for you anymore. You're not the same being. You're a new creature in Christ and you are different on so many levels. And how are you going to figure that out? How are you even going to see what those new levels are if you don't start to tap into some new things? And so um, on our positive side, we're changing our, our mind. On our positive side, we're looking into different companies and, and hiring different people and realizing that when you hire somebody, you're investing in yourself and you're investing in other companies and you're sowing into good ground and that brings you blessings. When you sow into people, that is exactly what comes back to you. Whatever you sow is what you reap. And so when you sow into somebody, that's coming back to you. Whenever you pour into yourself, God sees, okay, what I put in her hands, she's trying to till the ground. What I put in her hands, she's trying to nurture. She's trying to bring it back multiplied. A lot of people look at the word of God and it says be fruitful and multiply and I think that means go make kids that is not what that means it means whatever I put your hands to whatever I've called you for such a time in this in this season that's what I need you to multiply and there were people in the Bible who God was giving seed and they were burying the seed don't bury your seed in this next year don't bury your seed in this end of the season this end of the year pull that seed up See where that seed is going. See what that seed is doing. See what watering it needs. Does it need new dirt? Does it need to be a new ground? Do you need to bring in a partner who will help you till that seed? Because 
it's it's a two-man job, it's a four-man job. A lot of us are really, really, really not looking at the math. And so uh, another thing is, is, is uh, as far as this topic, it's not just tilling the ground. It's not just, um, you know, digging, being rooted for the new season, you know, or after years of, of, of business or being rooted because you're at the beginning. It's not just about the being rooted, but it's also about doing the math and knowing how to weigh with discernment. How many, uh, how many men is going to, it going to take for this job? A lot of people are like, okay, well, maybe I can go into this by myself. You can start by yourself, but maybe God is saying, I gave you this plan because I uh, planned with this plan that I gave you. I planned for you to have a team. And so I plan to put this in your hand for you to start, but for you to also pass the baton, for you to also bring in a, um, um, a manager, bring in an artist, bring in someone who creates content. And God is testing you and you're failing every time because you keep putting just your hands to a four-man job. And so let's sit down before 2024 and do the math. Let's sit down before 2024 and realize that, yes, we have to pour into ourselves. Yes, we have to pour into our business, but it's not just we that have to do the pouring a lot of people are so used to that. They're so used to wearing so many hats and cooking the meal and going and working for the meal and bringing it home and cleaning up after the meal, you know, and putting all the dishes away and getting back up and doing the same thing and living in this cycle of doing it yourself. And this is not that season. This is the season where cycles are broken and we need to break open our eyes and really wake up to what God is saying that we need to uh, put our hands to, where to put them to, how to put them to, how many people to put it to, and then at the end of the day, moving back and letting God just be God in the certain situations. So there's a time where you till the ground. There's a time where you get rooted. There's a time where you sow into yourself and other companies. There's a time where you do the math and you come up with the proper, uh, you know, focus, you come up with the proper uh, multiplication, you come up with the proper way to bring to fruition uh, as far as you're going to carry it, you know, what God is calling you to do. And then there's going to come a time where God's going to say, okay, now I need you to realize you did your part. Now step back and let me do mine. You know, a lot of us are not realizing that either. That once you put the work in in a harvest season, it's time for you to really relax and let God do that part. A lot of us feel bad because we get rest or, you know, we we feel like we're slacking because we take a nap. And that is so untrue. And, you know, God needs you rested in this new season. He needs you to know that uh, you've put in the work and you've done a lot and that you deserve all the blessings and the good things that he's bringing you. But he can't bring them to you. He can't show you what you deserve if you don't allow him to. And you allow him to by taking a step back and um, taking a step back and uh, realizing how far you've come. Taking a step back and realizing how well of a job you've done. Taking that step back to just rest. Taking that bubble bath. You know, um, getting those cute little things that you really wanted together. You know, going out on the weekend or finding an event to go to. There's still ways to 
um, you know, still poor and have a good time. You can go to a meet and greet that has to do with business. This way you're out, you're getting something to eat at this event, something, having a little something to drink. You get to dress up and meet new people. You know what I mean? And you're still being able to be social and get out and let your hair down and have a good time while meeting new people for business. So there are different ways to do that. Um, there are a lot of good gems that I'm giving you right now. Definitely a time to take out a pen and paper. And even after all that, it's an awesome time to hire me as your coach for your business this, this year. Um, I've had clients this year, but they, the numbers weren't where they were. And I know exactly why. And that's because a lot of people are really trying to hold up the business themselves. They're really putting their money toward the wrong things. Um, and I noticed that it's people that are that don't value um, a good coach because they don't know what that entails and how much value that really brings to the business. There are a lot of people that, um, like there are some people, for instance, that they would spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a new TV, but they would only spend about $30 on a pocketbook because that's just not their thing. That's not their niche. That's not what they're into. And then there are people who would buy a Louis Vuitton bag and spend thousands of dollars on one or a Gucci bag. But when it comes to electronics, they're like, okay, I'll get the one that's on sale. And they're not really looking at you know, what the TV can do or, you know, what pros and cons the TV has or warranties or things of that nature because they feel like that's not their thing when it should be. So a lot of people are like, okay, well, the coach is not your thing, but it should be because it's pouring value. It's allowing you to be more than just sustainable, but to grow some roots in the thing that you're doing and to be able to be long lasting, to have longevity, to have some success at this thing that you're calling business. And a business doesn't always look like someone who's getting up with a briefcase and going to the office. A business can be how you run your home as a mom who's at home and homeschools and make sure that everything is clean and does a grocery list and has a schedule all week of how she runs her house. A business can look like you with being in a ministry and you preaching. That's also a business. That's God's business. And I am absolutely a prophetic business coach, the whom I go to God first for and so what I bring to you and what I bring to the table is not from me. Yes, I'm a business major. Yes, um, I've been doing this for years. But my first go-to, my first love, the first pl- the place that I go to and the first thing that I do is my hands lifted up is to God. And I ask him where you're supposed to be. What season is she or he in? Where do you want me to bring them to God? What is your goal for them? And so I've had clients where I bring them ideas or people that could have been potential clients. And they said no, because they're not realizing. They're looking at my face and saying, oh, this is an idea she's giving me. No. She's a prophetic business coach, and she goes to God at what is on his heart for me in this season. And so you're missing the whole point if you're thinking she's just a business coach or she's just a life coach because I am a licensed life coach as well as a business coach. I do both, Um, and that's what I'm transitioning into 
doing both and yes taking on another hat but i'm taking on another hat that i've been developing through the years it's not something i'm throwing on top of myself and i'm testing or trying out it's been in development i've been testing it behind the scenes for years now and i'm only moving forward because god is saying now's the time and so it is an absolutely great opportunity for you to hire someone like me who has your heart your home your family and your business all in one at her best interest because she herself wants to and is well-rounded and needs for god's people to be well-rounded and that's the coach that you want, the one that God's trust with his people in her hands or his hands and not the one who is um, looking at what money they can make for the year and looking at meeting goals financially for the month, which is nothing wrong with, but that's only their goal. Their goal is not to see that you succeed. Their goal is to see that they hire you, you pay them, you go on about your business and they get another client. And it, and it keeps funneling and it keeps going and it keeps recycling and going. And, and if they hurt you in the process, it doesn't matter. If you get healing or not in the process, it doesn't matter. There are not many business coaches who are going to sit down, see what God wants for you, bring the fact that you need healing in this area. Let's heal. Let's see what God wants. Let's really hash this out and let's do this life thing together for this moment that we're together and really work this out so I can see you successful, so I can see you grow and heal and be in the place that God wants you to be in. God made you, and he knows the plans that he had for you before you were born. He had plans for you when he was creating the stars. He was creating the plan that he had for your life. And what better way to move forward in this new year than to have someone in your corner who has that plan, who is tapped into getting into that plan. That's the plan that we want to move forward with. And so um, I'm saying that to say this. Let's jump into that other side, that negative side. We've gone over the positive side of everyone doesn't think like you and how we can jump into new ways of developing that and addressing that and tackling it and, and being successful at it. But the negative side of it is not having the discernment to know that everyone doesn't think like you. The negative side of that is you failing because you keep wanting to do it on your own because you don't believe that anyone thinks like you and you're feeling like that's the only way it's going to get done is if it gets done with just your frame of mind and just how you think about things and just how you handle things. And so things crumble and you lose and you don't Um, succeed and you fail every time because you keep putting your hands to a thing that God is saying, I need something fresh in the idea that I gave you. I gave it to you because I trust you'll hold on to it. I gave it to you because I trust that you'll develop it in the right way by bringing in the right people, you know? And it's like a lot of people in that way of thinking, let's break that down for a second. 
They think that way because they're thinking small-minded. They're thinking that way because they're thinking local. They're thinking that way because they're not thinking global. They're thinking that way because they don't see themselves at a table in Japan talking to investors and people who want to do business deals with them at a long table of 12 or 26 people, you know, who are all at the table for them about their business because they're excited to see what their business is doing and what new turns it can take because they're going to help pour into that business. A lot of people are not in that frame of mind where they're across the world at a business table of 26 pouring into one idea. They're so um, used to sustainability and they're so used to um, just damn near killing themselves and almost putting themselves in an early grave because they're just trying to wear all these hats and always have their hands at everything and not you know, give the new person, the new guy a try or not hiring someone or not looking into things that are new. Like looking into crypto, you know, looking into, um, you know, who their competitor is and how they tried to do things. And maybe you can try that this time because it didn't work for them, but it'll work for you because you got the right touch. You know, there are so many different ways, <coughs> excuse me, that you can pour back into you by renewing your mind and realizing I have to hold this, but I'm not the one who's going to water it. I'm the one who's going to pot it, but I'm not the one who's going to bring it to the next level. I'm going to bring in the right people and I'm going to attain this the this the thing. I want to attain the business. I want to attain the uh, idea or the merch or whatever it is. And I'm going to bring in the right people or peoples and they're going to water it and they're going to have it growing and they're going to be there when the harvest season comes. And so when we get to that point and it's too heavy for me to candle or carry anymore, now I've got five people a year from now down the road who were watching it cultivate and watching it grow and watering it the whole time. And now I have someone who can carry the weight with me and I'm not trying to fall and, you know, struggle through trying to hold something that got too big for my britches. I now have someone who will hold me that I can trust, carry the weight of this harvest because there are some people who will buy themselves water, buy themselves carry it, buy themselves see at it and watch at it over the years. And then after it's grown into from a baby into now a teenager business or now into adult business, they don't have what it takes to hold that anymore because it's grown out of their capacity to hold it and they're not willing to try anything new. They're not willing to go where they need to go to or get who they need to get who doesn't think like them to hold the weight of what it's grown into and so they fail because now you've grown something into to this thing that's beautiful and it's full grown but you don't have what it takes to um measure it you don't have what it takes to keep it going now you don't have the merchandise you don't have the warehouse you don't have the housing that it needs to pump out uh, a thousand you know pieces a week you don't have um, the manpower that it's going to take to go back and forth to the post office all week because you're still trying to hold on to your 9 to 5. You don't have what it takes to um, take orders at 3 o'clock in the morning and get back up at 6 in the morning and pack more orders because you have a family life. And that 
is not supposed to get put second. But if you had someone there who you hired, who helped you all the while, because that's how you would grow your trust with them, then you'd have them there now to pick up that slack or to pick up where things have grown and not um, be such a weight on yourself or just be lacking in that area. And so, in a nutshell, to it, you would think, thinking like me, not everyone thinking like me, um, is just is a small aspect, but now you can see how large of an aspect it is and how much a person can fail if they really don't open up their minds to knowing that I may need a team. I may need to try something new. Not everyone's going to think like me. That's okay. I have the discernment to know that they won't. And and the, for the people that don't, it's going to add to what I'm doing. I'm going to have the discernment. I'm going to put God first and he's going to help me build my team. He's going to show me where I need to go. And this is a simple of a prayer as saying, God, show it to me like ABC, one, two, three, like I was a baby who was in need. I'm your daughter, I'm your son, and I'm in need of growing in this business, and I need you to bring it to me. Show me. If you don't hear him audibly, which I do, but if you don't hear him audibly, show me and bring it to me on what I need to do next, and he will absolutely show you where he wants you to be in alignment, who he wants you to have in your corner, and what it is exactly he's saying for you in this season. I love you. I thank you for listening. I know you're going to do great things in this new year. I know that the harvest is going to be plentiful and beautiful. I know that you're going to take these gems and that you're just going to run with them. And you're going to do great things. And if you ever need a coach who has your heart, your life, your family, and your business at best interest. I'm here. Love you.